Beautiful. I love target shooting, going to the range. That was my, my biggest thing. You're I talking it. to the man with an arsenal. I love it. It was so much yeah, fun. But one thing is, I'll say one thing about firearms, right? The first time I shot a 12-gauge shotgun, yeah. I pulled the target back, right? I looked at what the hell happened to that target. And I was like, holy shit. And I had so much respect for human life after that. Well, yeah, I'm serious. You, you have really to be ser- You have to take it well, seriously. Yeah, no, it was it was great though. But yeah, before that, he was just shooting around the neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> dropping rounds everywhere. Bangs, willy nilly. He's like, hey, Mike, he's just stirring eggs with shrat with with uh, with it was fun. shot. But I enjoyed it. That was so much fun after that. I Mike, really what are you it. thinking when you're shooting? Are you, when uh, are you thinking of shooting particular people? No. You're, you're getting your aggression you're, you're out. You're not target shooting what? with a twelve gauge. What are you thinking? Right, I want to know what he's thinking. I got my permit when I was back in 86 to 89. I had a wife <laughs> it took three years. Three years to get your permit. No, no, it lasted three, three years. It was, oh, it was valid okay. for three years. Oh. Went to the range. The first time I, I had, this is what I owned at one time. I had a, um, a Remington 12-gauge shotgun, yeah. which I loved more than anything. I had a 30-30 Winchester, which was an awesome gun. Both good okay. deer killers. Yeah. Both amazing deer killers. Uh, I had a 22 Bianchi Semi-assault rifle. Oh, a coffee. <laughs> it was fun. It was like when I jammed it one day. It's rain. Somebody had me unjam it. I had a savage double-barrel shotgun, which is awesome. Jesus Over Christ. and under or side-by-side? Side? You side did? Side, okay. yes. Dude, I wouldn't love it. I, honestly, I love you. I wouldn't lend you my shovel for four hours. I knew you. Now, I now officially think we have a gun problem in America. I'm a concealed carry permit holder. And you're scared. I'm thinking the same right. no, okay. thing. Is, but I also had a whole two foot lockers full of ammunition as well. Of course you did. Sure, you yeah. need that. Of course, because they might make it illegal one day. No, I'm serious. Anybody wants to take my gun, they have a problem with it. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've gotten five, maybe six mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point, and they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash opie with Helix Better Sleep starts now. Looks like we are live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. I will use your stars for beer, coffee, and for the next time my side view mirrors are taken. I got to update that. We're, uh, we're moving the operation. Hi, Seagull. Seagull flying by on this lovely Tuesday uh, a little, a little, a little chilly in the air. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not going to be worrying about side view mirrors when I uh, move back to New York City in the next couple weeks with the kids, so they can go to school. Going to be moving that car back into the parking garage. Uh, what's up, E. Tom Burke? Your first R.J. Henners with the good morning sunshine. We got Lisa Connor. How are you? Cheers. First sip of coffee. Cheers. Just woke up, as you can tell by the hair. Got a little bird's nest going on. Hi, birdies! Yesterday, it was a drag at the ocean, if you need to know. Oh, you don't need to know? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I bothering you? (laughs) We set up all nice, you know? It was beautiful. Maine checking in. What's up, J.R. Carter? How are you? Beautiful. Kids want to go swimming, maybe do a little fishing, maybe uh, jump on a paddle board. We set up all nice. It was probably like high 70s, maybe low 80s, bright sunshine. Uh, but there was like some rain in the morning, you know. 
And uh, we were out there for, I don't know, maybe maybe five minutes before we were eaten alive by, uh, by mosquitoes. Every once in a while. This is the beauty of this spot. We get the ocean breeze, you know? It pushes from the ocean toward the houses. And what that does is those teeny weeny bugs, those teeny flies, those teeny mosquitoes, they would have to be doing like a lot of this against the wind to stay in the area. So they just get blown, blown past the houses. And that's what makes this so glorious because um, that little ocean breeze keeps most bugs off the beach. But yesterday it was a... It was a very stale day, not much breeze whatsoever, and boy, do the mosquitoes go. It's our turn now. It's our turn now. And I got, uh, I had at least five or six. My my son had at least three or four. We were trying to count them all. You know, that's what you do. And my daughter had a whole bunch, too. So then we had to go back in the house and just stare at a beautiful day because uh, the bugs were everywhere. And then I looked up and down the beach, I'm like, that's why no one's here. Uh, maybe they should have told me. Maybe they should have knocked on my door and said, "Yo, can't do the beach today. The bugs are too bad." You know, these are the these are our problems out here. You're one of those people who still believe in birds. <laughs> you know what? Man? It is scary. It is scary what people are starting to believe out there. So. Although this is a fine line by one of our regulars, Eton Burke, from the private Facebook group. I think you're still part of the private Facebook group. Um, sadly, as time goes on, I think there's going to be more and more people that don't believe in birds. For real. For real. Uh, what's the story of why you were parking on the street, taking all that damage to your car? I, 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 you don't listen to my podcast. You don't listen to my podcast. So you're insulting me with your question. Well, as you know, I don't, I don't have a giant radio show anymore. And as you know, I don't make a lot of money anymore. And I live in New York City. And the city taxes absolutely are brutal. You know, the greatest city on earth, like, just destroys its own people, eats them alive. But, uh, you know, the, the deal is I, I was trying to save some, uh, save some money on some bills. So uh, we knocked out a lot of a lot of things in our life, and one of the things I was like, you know what, the garage. Oh God, I'm doing it. I, I'm, I'm not going to do this all morning though. If you don't listen to my podcast, then you're going to have to keep wondering about some of these questions. But I'll do this one. Uh, parking my car in New York City in the building where I own an apartment costs round figure about a thousand a month when you factor in everything. Okay, so I'm thinking I don't really work. I could sit in my car once a week because it was also inside the street parking where you had to move your car once a week. I'm like, I could do that. And then I could save $12,000 a year. And then, uh, honestly, because, you know, the other side of it for real, I also thought it was a pretty cool opportunity just to fool around in the car and do some um, some live streaming. So that was the, the thought process behind that. And I did that for over two years, so I saved over twenty-four, twenty-five thousand dollars. Who wouldn't want to save twenty-five thousand dollars? But then, you know, the crime, the petty, the petty crime is up in New York City, and this uh, this new thing is they they steal side view mirrors, and they can do it really, really quickly. And thank you to the person they sent me a TikTok video, and on the TikTok video, someone uh, captured on video one of these thieves taking side view mirrors. 
oh my god, it takes seconds. They're never going to stop that. So with that said, I lost my side view mirrors twice to the tune of uh, uh, $1,300 to $1,500 each. So I had to replace my side views twice for a total of almost $3,000. So with that said, you know, it's time to move uh, the car back into the garage and take the hit. Um, also, because the uh, alternate side of the street parking changed to twice a week, those greedy Fs in New York City. They were trying to say the streets weren't clean enough, so we have to go back to two days a week. It's bullshit. They just want to make more money. So I hope uh, that answers your question. Now you have to subscribe to the Opie Radio Podcast, okay? Because I just gave you special attention. I would greatly appreciate it. I don't even give a crap if you listen to the episodes. Subscribe, download, push play, and walk away and listen to something else you'd rather listen to. Thank you. I, I mean, I'm in no need for a purdy, a purdy kitty cat. Hell no, man. Hell not. Come on, man. You know I'm allergic to the kitty cats. What else is going on, man? Things have slowed way down out here because it's the end of summer and we're just... We're just getting our last licks in here. I know some of you watching this, you got kids, and your kids have been back at school for like two weeks already. Not here. We got another two weeks before the kids start up. You know, I saw a stat that really, really bummed me out yesterday. Really bummed me out. Experts say, by the time your kid is 18 years old, you have spent... 93% of the time you're going to spend with them. Excuse me. Isn't that crazy? By 18, you've already spent 93% of the time you're ever going to spend with your kids. By the time they turn 18. Mind fucking blown. But it makes total sense. Sadly, then the, they spend most of their lives uh, with you not even around at all. You can't, you can't do that shit, which I did. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, later, later, later. Man, if they want to spend time with you, you drop everything. Oh, Pat Duffy's heading into a cornfield today for a two-night trip. Should be a good time. That sounds very cool. I hope, uh, I hope you get in an audience for those camping videos, Pat Duffy. I'm helping, but I don't. I don't got the reach I used to. <laughs> there are people. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. There are people. They're like, "Hey, Ope, could you promote my GoFundMe page? You know, this and that is happening." And at times, I'm like, "Ah," and I'll I'll give a little money towards those GoFundMe pages. Not all of them, but at times, I'm not trying to make myself better than I am. Trust me. And then I go, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And I retweet or whatever, and then. As soon as I hit send, I go, boy, are they going to be disappointed. Because this isn't uh, Opie from 2000, 2004, 2005. This is Opie from 2022. They probably get really, really excited um, that I promoted their GoFundMe page. And a week later, it brought in $5. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that's, that's where we're at these days. They don't sell bug spray there. I knew somebody was going to say that. Oh, and then Connolly Pest Control. This is a great commercial for this uh, this man who's a huge supporter of what I do. No bugs with Connolly Pest Control. 
Uh, yeah, they sell bug spray out here, you idiot. Bug spray can only do so much. But, like, yesterday, there were so many mosquitoes, man. They, they, they go right in. I mean, if there's a little bug here and a little bug there, then you can take your little bug spray, 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 maybe a little in your hair. And then, you know, that'll knock it down a little bit. But yesterday, it was an all-out war on that beach. Then we get those green-headed flies. Oh, my God. They, they take chunks of your flesh. Those green-headed flies are brutal. And I know the bugs in America are nothing compared to what? Central America? I'm going to go with Central America. I think they have uh, way worse bugs than us. No, we also get around here right around now. I, actually, I think it passed about a week ago, but I'm hoping it happens again. For whatever reason, I guess the dragonflies... I want to say they hatch, but they all look like uh, adult dragonflies. They put on a show right behind me, between my house and that dune. There's, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say there are thousands. And people come out of their houses like, you seeing this? I'm like, of course I'm seeing this. What do you think I'm looking at? And they just fly around. We had a couple flying to the house. So we don't have a screen anymore because Doggy went through that. But it's pretty amazing because it's, uh, it's just thousands up and down the beach. And they're just flying around your house all over the place. I, I've tried over the years to get video of it, but it doesn't do it justice. Just simply doesn't do it justice. But it's really, really cool, and I don't know why that is. I got a, another question I got to ask Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, uh, so I can learn a thing or two. What's up, Wayne Buakis? How are you? Uh, birds can't fly. The earth is just flat. Yeah. What do you think that's all about? the people in our lives that believe really crazy ass shit were those the ones that simply weren't paying attention in school are they people that want to just become part of a tribe and they couldn't figure out a good tribe so they're like I guess I'll just join the, the flat earthers and just become a dick what was the story with Ralphie May and the show that you guys couldn't talk about during the early XM days not going there today but there's a person, when they start talking about my behavior, they should be very, very careful. Let me just put it that way for today. It's funny, birds survived since the dinosaurs, and people think they didn't make it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Opie was raised poor. Of course he don't want to pay to park. I would do the same thing. Opie's just a poor white boy in the end. I don't care who you are. And I don't care how much money you make. If you have an opportunity to save $25,000 in a two-year period from that greedy New York City, then I, I think you should do it. Are you kidding me? I, I'm not looking forward to having to go back to New York City. I, I can't wait to see what kind of shenanigans are happening nowadays in New York City. New York! Shut up. They should have a montage of all the people dropping dead of heart attacks in that song because they can't handle it anymore. New York. As you're paying your city taxes, you're like, what? Are you kidding me? And what was I going to say? Uh, you distracted me with this Georgia thing because that Herschel Walker is a lunkhead. He's a lunkhead. You distracted me with this, Sir Duncan, because I was just reading about Herschel Walker. Why don't you move to Georgia? Oh, heard the gun laws are great down there. 
I don't know if you're pro or anti or whatever. My stance, look, I, I own a couple, so I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I own a couple. Um, and it, my whole, my, my rants on these hot-button topics are, <clears throat> I don't know, they're a little different than I think most. <clears throat> but basically, I, I completely believe there's a gun issue, a gun problem in America. Now, that pisses people off, and I get that. But here's the second part of that, and I really believe this too. But it's too late to do anything about it. Why am I doing this with my hands again? Great lighting shot. Oh, sun hitting your face on the right side. Uh, no, this is the... Oh, wait. No, this is the scar side. That's a pretty gnarly, deep scar <clears throat> from my, uh, my mini bike accident when I was a kid. And for whatever reason, this summer, I've noticed it way more. It's just... It's a, it's a groove, but it makes it look like it's like... Um, I don't know, like, like a, a giant skin blob. Like I might have to go, go check out uh, Doctor Pimple Popper. Greatest show on TV, Doctor Pimple Popper. What are you wasting your time with? You see the guy that had a little hat on his skin thing. You did see that one, right? The guy had a something on his head that was uh, I was gonna say as big as a softball, but as big as a baseball. And then he pulls off, I forgot now, but a, a big hat that was covering it. And then he put a teeny weeny little hat on his uh, baseball sized skin growth that was on the top of his head. Hilarious! <laughs> 93% cats in the cradle type of stuff, dude. That stupid Harry Chapin song, Cats in the Cradle with the Silver Spoon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. No, it starts with dad, right? And then the son does the flipperoo on his dad. That was just a cute song. Growing up on Long Island, Harry Chapin had some Long Island roots. I'm like, oh, this Cats in the Cradle is a nice little ditty. That song is brutal as soon as you become a father. Brutal. That song speaks to you. Uh, But yeah, once again, if you're just tuning in, uh, I was reading a stat that by the time your kids turn 18... You have spent 93% of your time with them. That is... I didn't realize it would be that high. But then I look at my own life. When I turned 18, I ran. I ran to a SUNY school. I picked one of the SUNY schools that was uh, the furthest from home or very close to the furthest from home. There's a couple that that beat it out. But um, I went to Geneseo. And that was it. Came home for summers. And then I started not coming home for summers. And then uh, after college, stayed up there and started my radio career. So that whole 93% of the time, by the time the kid is 18, uh, yeah, I believe that. Because I I remember my own life, and I'm like, wow, yeah. The drop-off after 18, hanging out with my mom and dad was uh, dramatic. And then you had uh, doing this radio thing where you got to, you know, move every three years. Oh, my God, I barely saw them. There were a couple of years I don't think I saw them at all. And you couldn't keep in touch, really, because we had the phone calls. You know, it was a dollar a minute or whatever the hell it was back in the day. So I would get, like, care packages and really nice letters from my mom. That's the other thing, too. I'll tell you some mistakes today. You know, I was brave enough to talk about my mentally ill mom because I think a lot of people go through mental illness in their lives. So um, I know it it spoke to a lot of people out there. And then I I focused on... um, 
just her mental illness because it made for uh, great radio and great podcasts and all that. Uh, but the fact is, my mom had a lot of very cool qualities as well. And one of them, uh, she was a very good writer. And she was very good at the care packages. Cared enough to send me shit wherever, wherever I was living. Did the Wi-Fi just drop down in one? That's my biggest panic with this thing. I, half the time I'm staring into the left-hand corner just looking at my Wi-Fi. And I just see it's one bar again. And I kind of look good today. So let's go full bars, Wi-Fi. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for the full, uh, the full bars today. There are some days, trust me, I'm very happy it's only one. It's only one Wi-Fi bar. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've gotten five, maybe six mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point. And they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash opie with Helix Better Sleep starts now. My relationship with Helix Sleep started quite simply. I was in the market for some mattresses, so I did all my own research, and what was coming back to me over and over again was how great Helix mattresses were. So I ordered one, and I was very, very happy. And then you fast forward a bit, all of a sudden there are sponsors on my podcast. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made for just kids. But oh, I don't want to be confused when I'm picking out a mattress. They make it easy. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz, find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And this is the best part. They ship the mattress to your house free of charge. They offer a 100-night risk-free trial. And they know everyone's unique and they sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm telling you, I love my mattresses from Helix Sleep. Best mattresses I've ever had in my life. Helix Sleep is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. This is what I always tell you guys. Check it out for yourself. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash opie. Once again, that's helixsleep.com slash opie for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This Herschel Walker. Good God. Good God, man. He's a lunkhead, this this Herschel Walker. So I guess he said, and it's trending. Look, if you don't believe in global warming or climate change, I, I, I'm not going to argue it. I completely believe in it if you need to know (laughs) the voice of the hater i believe in it i'm sorry okay i believe in i believe that we're messing up this uh this planet i really do herschel walker it's a talking point you know for their for uh i guess more the right than the left obviously and uh herschel walker came out and said that uh he doesn't really believe in that shit. And he's like, I think his exact quote is, don't we have enough trees? 
these are the these are the politicians we're voting for. <laughs> the famous one, and I wish I could remember his name. We did it back in the day. Uh, this guy was convinced that we can't, I, we couldn't do some kind of. Oh, what was it? We couldn't add more stuff to the island of Guam because this guy who was in Congress believed that it would sink the island. You're with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and... uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. And these are the people making major decisions in our life. Major. And Herschel Walker is the new one. He doesn't really believe in the whole uh, global warming thing. And he said, don't we have enough trees? <laughs> Jesus. Shouldn't you have to pass a basic test before you run? <laughs> yeah, right on. OMG, Ope, you're you're live. I recently was watching ONA where you blanked on that guy's wine book. Super funny. Thank you. And that was real, too. That was absolutely real. That was the day. Wow, it's pouring. Getting like a sun shower or something. You see the rain? Can you see the rain? Feel the rain? Even Doggy came in. Wow, it's pouring. It's one like cloud right above my head. Um... Those are the days you could pretty much do anything with your radio show. Um, can you imagine if someone tried that bit now? They would, they would, oh my God, it's really pouring. Feels nice though. In the summertime, cue up the alarm. Rain in the summertime, it's happening right in front of your eyes. Oh, this is glorious. Is there nothing better than getting stuck in a warm rain? Oh, that feels really good, but it is going to flatten out my hair. Um, yeah, but can you imagine doing a bit like that where a guy comes in and you hate his book so much and he's on the phone that you decide to put it in the wastebasket and then just turn around from everybody because you're a little bit on the bashful side and then you relieve yourself on his book as he's on the phone? Yes, that happened. But I didn't contribute nothing to Opie and Anthony. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> that was like, that was a turning point though, man. I mean... There was a time when we were doing Opie and Anthony, we felt like we could get away with anything. And then all of a sudden, like, they started hiring, like, these goody two-shoes and and the lawyers. And everyone started looking at us like, what the hell are these guys doing? And I used to be like, just leave us alone. We got this. I don't give two craps. I don't... Uh, here, I'll put it on the big screen. I don't give two craps. I don't have respect for either one of those guys, so why would I care? If you don't respect someone, I don't. why would you care what they have to say? Here's, here, here's, some, here's, uh, here's some truth. If Brother Weeze was shit-talking me and saying some really god-awful things about me and, uh, and the person I was, right, I would be incredibly incredibly bummed but this is how it works in life if you don't respect somebody and they're talking shit about you why would you care uh opie remember when gary Busey put howie in a headlock on his show no because i'm not a big i was never a big howard stern listener but he put me in a headlock is that what you're referring to andy bone i guess uh gary Busey is a bad bad boy 
He was at one of those, uh, I don't know, celebrity signing things. They do it at a strip mall or in a shitty hotel. And then he might have been a little touchy-feely is, is what the s- story is saying. But I don't know. I wasn't there. And I got to do more research and see what's going on. But Gary Busey did my podcast early on. Um, I, got th- I got raw video of that. I should just post that. But he punched me. He put me in a dramatic headlock. But uh, as I was sitting there podcasting with Gary Busey, I was scared. Because he's not right. He's lovable, and he does all his weird crap online, and he made some great movies, but he's head injured. And you feel at any moment that he can really take it out on you. And his girlfriend at the time, I don't know if they're still together. Now the sun's coming out again. That was a, that was a nice rain shower. That, that just made my morning. You could tell that she was trying to control him. She was also in the room, and she'd be like, he would be getting ready to put me in another headlock or punch me and she's like now Gary no 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 like talking to him like he's a kid and I was trying to be cool with the whole thing but uh, in the back of my head I'm like man this guy is very unpredictable so I gotta find that raw video and I'll, I'll post it on my stuff my flat earth buddy believes it's flag for religious re- it's, it's flag for religious reasons I believe birds aren't real because I'm not an idiot <laughs> You know what's funny about the the birds not being real? We see them a lot um, out here. The drones are getting more and more. Those drones are going to get so small and so sophisticated that there's going to be a time, probably in the in the near future, where you're not going to be able to tell at times if you're looking at a bird or a drone. They're even talking about how these drones are going to be like really small, like butterfly size, and even smaller than butterflies. They're going to start getting into the bug category with the drones. But right now, to think birds aren't real, that's absolutely ridiculous. But I, I, I do have to say, within a few years, it's going to, I think at times you're going to be like, is that, is that a drone or is that like a bug or a bird? How scared, were, how scared was Ant when you guys interviewed Mike Tyson? I mean, I can't speak for him, but I think, um, I think we all were intimidated by Mike Tyson when he came in. I was watching a video where he he admitted some um, something really horrible that happened to him when he was like I think seven. There was a moment Jimmy looked up at me. I think it was when it, I was doing radio with just Jimmy at that point. Although Mike Tyson came on when it was still the Opie and Anthony show, and I remember there were a couple there were a couple chances to throw a funny line or a comment out. And at one point I saw Jimmy in this video I just saw the other day look up at me and I was like hey same shit and I could tell he was he wasn't gonna say shit (laughs) and I think Dan Soder was in that day and he wasn't gonna say shit you can see my point is you can see we were all on our best behavior because he's another guy Mike Tyson was beyond cool and he really liked doing the radio show he would he said it he said it. He was so excited to do our show, and he really liked us. And he invited us to a really cool event, a documentary that he was in, where uh, fast forward after the documentary was over and stuff, we all got to go eat with Mike Tyson and his family and Evander Holyfield and and the people that made this documentary. There, were, there couldn't have been more than 20, 20, 25 people in this tiny room. And they basically said, everyone in this room is, uh, is special to Mike Tyson, and thanks for all your help on the film. And it, 
I believe it was me, Jimmy, and Sam, and we're sitting there like awkward because we didn't do anything for the film. We were just lucky enough to be part of this like very intimate uh, di dinner to celebrate the documentary. And I remember it is a true story. I was sitting right uh, kind of like the tables were lined up like this, you know, and I had to lean like this to my right and ask uh, Evander Holyfield to pass the salt. That is a true story. And he did. He was sitting like right there. And Tyson was like right over there. It was so cool. But my point is, screw Anthony being intimidated. I think we all were to a point intimidated when Mike Tyson came in. He just had a presence about him like you just knew you, you didn't, you shouldn't have, you know, F with this guy. You just knew. And there was no problems, no issues. He had a lot of fun. He went with everything we threw at him. He was really, really funny. And that's that. Some, it's not sad, Twister. Wait, could someone, could you, could you give your email or something so one of my people could get a hold of you and hug you? There's nothing sad here. How is this sad? Will you just knock it off? I live at the ocean half the time. I fish. I play with my, my kids. I got friends. I might be on a paddleboard in a little while or at least fishing. It rained on me. A glorious uh, summer rain. How is this sad? You're trying too hard. Let me get rid of this guy. I, I got to get rid of you, bro. I, I don't want you to be sad. There's a, there's a, there's a, a cure for that. Oh, shit, I just blocked somebody else. Oh, my God, did I? Wait, wait. Oh, no, I think I blocked somebody else. Oh, no, I, I had to block him if he's off the big screen. Okay, I got scared. But if he's sad, I got to... There's a cure for that. I just blocked the guy, and now he doesn't have to be sad anymore. Uh, do you have an OnlyFans? I'm about... I, I'm about six months from getting an OnlyFans. And if I go OnlyFans, I'm going OnlyFans. I'm not gonna dip my toes in if I get an OnlyFans account. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go all in. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you? Oh my god! I give myself the hiccups. I crack myself up. But thanks for the two dollars. As I still believe OnlyFans are for the, uh, the naughty naughties. I know they're trying to expand, but when I think OnlyFans, I think naughty naughty. <laughs> let my ego ruin what <laughs> oh my god the, the show ran its course uh, Jen let me get rid of Jen she's too sad Jen's too sad for this we gotta get rid of Jen <laughs> she's sad said my ego ruined it I, I think Anthony's racist rant ruined it you dishonest person you because I, if I was a betting man, if Anthony didn't go on an insanely crazy racist rant, even though we didn't like each other, we would have figured out something to keep the brand going. Was it my ego? There was a, a real end to the Opie and Anthony show, and that's when he went on a crazy racist rant and never took responsibility for that. Have a good day. That'll drive people nuts, so we'll stop here. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon, all right?